If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to the Game Time Guru podcast. I'm your host, Shane Larson. This is episode 107, and today we've got a unique perspective on sports. We're delivering that panoramic view on sports by bringing all sorts of perspectives from the sports world on here. So our guest is Matt Mounier, and the way you pronounce his name is you look at the moon and say yay. So Mounier, um, that's that's his words, not mine. Anyways, Matt is helping athletes transition from the sports world to the regular world. So it's something that I've never had on here before, but it's a very interesting topic. You're going to learn why it's actually really important, how common it is that athletes struggle to get into the regular world. So before we get started, a few housekeeping items. Uh, people always ask me, what can I do to help you out with your show? And I'm like, hey, the biggest thing you can do, um, I'm not asking for money, none of that right now. Um, basically, the biggest thing you can do is leave me a review. If you're listening to this on I- iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone or um, iPad, just leave me a review, a quick five-star review with a, a quick de- you know, description um, would would help me significantly. That helps me get the feedback that I need. And uh, yeah, it, it's obviously good for the rating, so it's good. Um, so just leave me a review. It takes literally 10 seconds. So if you could do that for me, I, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, if you guys are listening and you, you want some uh, Game Time Guru merchandise or a pop socket, I've got all sorts of stuff for you guys. Uh, let me know. Um, I can negotiate the stuff with you. Um, if you want a pop socket or a sweatshirt, t-shirt, whatever, we've got Game Time Guru swag. Let me know. Um, I'm happy to help you out. Uh, this, is, it's, this is a great interview. I'm excited to bring Matt onto the show uh, to explain his story and kind of talk about his own podcast. Um, I hope you guys check this out and, and enjoy it. It is something that um, I think the athletes of the world know. Um, the people I've had on my show have probably gone through this before. Um, I've had a couple of guests on the show that have transitioned from their their sports days into the regular business days, and and they've seen a lot of success. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do, and they've said this, a lot of it has to do with the things they've learned playing sports. Um, but Matt's helping a lot of these people realize, like, when you go out to get a job, um, and, and all you know in your life is sports, he's trying to help you realize how, how to set up a resume, how to find a job, and utilize everything that you've learned in sports into the business world. So uh, Matt's got a crazy story. hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, once again, leave me a review if you can. Give me five stars and uh, enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to the Game Time Guru Podcast. As you heard in the introduction, I've got an awesome guest on the line, somebody who is extremely passionate about what they do, and it's the first time I've actually seen somebody do this type of work, so I'm going to let him kind of explain it, but Matt Mounier is with us uh, amidst of the moving and everything and the crazy lifestyle that he's living, so I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to let me speak with you over the phone, Matt, so thanks for joining us. Of course. I'm pumped to be on. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And so, Matt, if you don't mind giving us a little bit of a background about what you do, um, when I spoke with Ian Dixon, who was on the show just a couple weeks ago, um, he told me about you, and I went and I kind of did some research. I see that you played basketball at a higher level. You know, you played at the collegiate ranks. And uh, just kind of give us a little background of your your sports history as an athlete. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I ended up playing college basketball at a school called Whitman College. It's in Walla Walla, Washington. And, you know, it's funny growing up, I, I, you know, I've listened to a bunch of these stories as well, but like, it seems everyone kind of goes through this phase of, you know, you're playing all these sports, uh, you know, you have this competitive nature and you're trying to figure out a way to fuel it on a, on a daily basis, something that you can use as a vehicle. 
And for me, it just happened to be basketball. And, you know, it's, I have a funny story. Like when I was growing up and getting into high school, you know, I loved the Lakers. The only problem was that my, my favorite player was Shaq and I'm about six one. So when I got into high school, I was about five ten, and there really wasn't enough, uh, enough room on that varsity roster for a five ten a power forward or center. So, uh, you know, was able to, to start over, uh, became more of a, a two guard, eventually grew a little bit more, but still, you know, never got to be a seven footer and dunk on anyone. But that's actually really funny, Matt, because we couldn't have been any different. You and I, in our, in our styles of basketball, my entire life, I lived outside the three point line. So it's funny that you mentioned that, um, you were more of the beastie guy who wanted to, to muscle guys down low. Um, I I seriously stayed outside the three point line my entire career. So it's interesting to hear that. But one thing I wanted to get into Matt is, uh, your story and what you do. Um, I'm reading this from your LinkedIn page and it says, my story isn't atypical. In fact, most athletes struggle with identity and self-confidence when they're removed from their first passion. But once you're able to use sports as a tool rather than an identity, you have the chance to do something special. Can you explain what you meant when you wrote that and uh, what exactly you're doing? Absolutely. Man. Uh, so <laughs> I will probably dive into this a little bit more, but I deal with a lot of transitioning athletes and one of the biggest problems that, you know, these athletes have, especially, you know, you don't even have to play at the college level. If you have a, a deep passion for whatever it is, you want to keep playing. And for everyone, no matter how good you are, uh, no matter how hard you keep trying to play, you got to hang up the shoes eventually. Uh, you know, even we're watching greats hang up their shoes, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, you know, like it's over for them. And, you know, they're lucky enough to have played for 20 years, but, you know, for, 98% of us, and it even ends up being more when you look at the people that only play for a year or two, uh, you know, they have to move on to what's next with their life. And my biggest thing is that, you know, you learn so much. And I think people get caught up in this idea that you learned, you learned work ethic, you learn how to be a leader, you lean, learn how to, you know, be a team player. Like, yes, you learn these things, but you learned so much more. Like you were able to separate yourself from like the American population to a very, very small percent. And when we think about business and, you know, your life after sports, like that's what everyone wants to do. Everyone wants to be, you know, the top percentage of whatever it is that they're now passionate about. And I think that sports is so amazing because there's only, a, you know, on an average, you know, how many people actually get to say that they did what they wanted to do with their life, like they were actually following their passion. Um, and, you know, you're before you're even 25, you've already been able to do it once. So, you know, if, if I can help people, if other athletes can understand that, you know, you're able to do something amazing, and it's not even, you know, a quarter of your life is over yet, you know, how many more times can you get the opportunity to do that, you know, two, three, four more times where you can just rebuild and use this structure and this system that you learned from a very, very young age to then implement to whatever is going to happen next in your life. For sure, man. And I think that's awesome. It's something that I'm doing with my podcast is something similar in the sense of I want to shine a light on the world of sports and show the the world that, you know, athletes aren't just a bunch of dumb jocks. So I love what you're doing because 
you're you're in a sense helping people realize like you're helping these athletes realize that they're not a bunch of dumb jocks which in turn helps show these businesses and and such that they're not a bunch of dumb jocks so i want you to explain for us what you do to help these athletes transition from the sports world into the quote unquote real world yeah so i about last it's only been about a year i guess but last june july uh maybe a little bit before that but what uh, what really set my soul on fire was I was watching March Madness last year, and uh, I still talk about it today. But and because they still run it, it's an old commercial. It's a Jerry Rice commercial where he's like sponsored by the NCAA, and he's talking about how you know only two percent of athletes will be able to go pro in sports, and he's like the four hundred seventy thousand other, the rest of them will have to figure out what's going to happen next. And during that time, like I was dealing with um, my own kind of transition and I was kind of like fed up. I was like, why is Jerry Rice telling me like what's going to happen next? You know, the greatest wide receiver of all time is giving me advice on how I'm going to transition with my life. Like I don't have millions of dollars. I don't have a sponsorship by Nike. You know, I don't have, you know, ties to the Raiders. Like what's, you know, it's not the same thing. And, you know, I, I wrote a, I wrote a blog and I usually just kept it private. It was more of like a journal before then, but I just made it public. And it was, it was one of those things where I wanted to show that kind of what I was dealing with. And I wasn't sure if other athletes kind of felt the same way, but you know, the feedback that I got, I had people from, you know, that I didn't talk to in eight years of playing sports with, there were people that I played against in college. There were people that were on my team, uh, and all of them were like, like, this is, this is exactly what, what I'm feeling this is what I'm going through. You know, we need more of this. And I was just shocked. I was like, there's, you know, there's a need for this. Like I thought I was the only one who was going through this. So that's what kind of got me this idea that I was going to, you know, start interviewing what happens during this transition phase. And I interviewed over, you know, 60 athletes, uh, all of them who talked about, you know, this kind of three to five year gap after they finished playing collegiate sports or, you know, at the lower pro levels. And I realized that, you know, there was this need to kind of to reconfigure your mind and figure out how you can pull all these tools that you have and be able to then use them effectively in the real world. And so that really got kickstarted in December. Uh, You know, it, it's funny, like, you know, you're doing all this stuff and you're, you, you feel like you're, you know, have this momentum behind this podcast or idea. And then all of a sudden, like you wake up one day and you're like, there's a bigger issue. And I'm basically just like pointing to a problem, not doing anything to solve it. So in December is really when I started committing a lot of, a lot more time to the development of the transition phase for athletes. You know, you know, Matt, it, it is a need and some people don't realize this, but you know, the, the athletes are in a world of their own, right? Like they're in a world of their own. It's very rare that you get to see an athlete compete at the next level. But so often, Matt, we hear, you know, we hear um, people talk about how they're from the inner city. You know, LeBron James has said stuff like that. They're from the inner city. And sometimes the sports give them an out because they are able to, you know, leave the the streets, 
and and have a better life for themselves because of their athleticism. But then what happens when they you know are removed from what you said their first passion? Like you wrote in your LinkedIn profile, stuff happens. Like if they don't realize that they can use those tools um, and those intangibles to to help them in the business world, well, bad things can happen. And one thing that comes to mind, one one person is Maurice Claret, the former Ohio State running back, had an amazing freshman year for us back in the early 2000s when they won the national championship against the Miami Hurricanes. And uh, it was... It was crazy to see his downfall because like he, he spiraled out of control. He was such a good football player. He tried to, to make it into the NFL. Um, there was a lot of stuff that went down. And then I remember reading a book um, that had his story in it. And he said something to the effect of like, he tried to make the NFL and then nothing went right. And it was a couple years of a battle. And then he makes the NFL and then he didn't do what he was supposed to do there. And he didn't have a successful career. And so he went back, like he didn't have a college education because he didn't finish school. And then he went back and the only thing he knew was to hit the streets and so he had a hard time he had a hard time he had a very rough life because he went right back to the streets because he no longer he was removed from his first passion which was which was football he was removed from his passion um and he didn't know what to do so I wish he would have seen those things earlier so he didn't end up having to go through all the trouble and the you know the prison sentence and all that stuff but people like yourself are there to help these athletes now Matt you have a podcast called the untold 98 percent I want you to talk about that and kind of expand upon that podcast for a second. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so they don't actually explicitly say this in the Jerry Rice commercial, but you know, he says the two, you know, only 2% go pro. So I was like, okay, that puts me in the, the 98 percentile. And I was like, you know, we're hearing Jerry Rice's story. E60, you know, like you're talking about ESPN before they really had 30 for 30, even, even with 30 for 30, you know, what, what happens to an, an average athlete, college athlete, when they graduate? And, you know, what do they deal with on a, on a mental basis of, you know, overcoming this? How do they deal with their body changing? How do they develop new friendships in a, in a new arena? How do they deal with the corporate world? How do they deal with a boss who maybe, you know, how do they learn all of these things and how do they deal with it? And I was like, no one's, no one cares about these people, but I'm going to care. And so I was like, I want to give a platform for all these people to tell their stories. And I wanted as many stories as possible because I was like, okay, 98%, there's got to be plenty of, of people out there who have done this and are willing to kind of share uh, their experience. And it's just kind of snowballed from there um, where, you know, I'm, you know, you reach out to these people, you learn about their transition, they introduce you to new people, they introduce you to new ideas or uh, things that you can be using to implement. And, you know, everyone kind of lets you know the needs that they had when, you know, or they wish that they had when they were kind of transitioning out of it. So that's kind of the idea behind the untold 98%. Right on, man. And it's a solid podcast. If you guys want to check it out, make sure to hit up uh, the Untold 98%. You can find it on every, every podcast platform, basically. I found it on my uh, podcast app on my iPhone, so make sure to check that out and uh, listen to, to what Matt's got going on. Um, it's really intriguing. That's why I loved it, and that's why I wanted to get in contact with you. I started listening to it, and um, that's stuff that I really, really like. So now, Matt, I want you to kind of tell us you know, we, we talk about the podcast. It gives people a platform. These athletes have a, a platform where they can tell their stories. And um, and any athletes that are listening to my show right now, check it out because it's going to be something that you might be able to benefit from. But Matt, I want to talk about that. So there's the podcast side of it. But what else do you do exactly to assist these these athletes 
transitioning into the business world? Like how, you know, you give them a platform to speak about it. Um, so that's like your platform there. But uh, what? give us an example of what you do to assist these people in, in transitioning to the real world. So what, I, you know, what I'm doing, like the beginning phases of the transition process is you got to get a job. So from the very beginning, I'm like, we have to break it down you know, almost reverse engineer how to get a job for an athlete because they have all these skills, but they don't really know how to put them on the pen and paper. And then also be able to then articulate to, you know, an HR person across the table, what it is that they've done for the last 16 years of their life and how it's applicable to the business world. So the most important thing, I think going back to even when you started playing sports is you have to figure out what sport you like before you actually start running after whatever it is that you want. So we kind of start with, you know, what do you want your, your day to look like? What is a, you know, what type of environment do you want to be a part of? And once they kind of start jotting some things down, you know, pros and cons of what they think that they would like or not like, uh, we then kind of figure out, you know, what is your, your major kind of figure out a little direction to go in. But before we start just throwing applications at the wall, the biggest thing is to figure out from the people that are actually a part of it. And so my biggest thing is building up your network with, you know, all these other people, because that was one of the biggest things that I didn't do when I was transitioning. And I think a lot of athletes struggle with it just because you are in such a tight bubble with your team and community in that sense, you have to like start expanding, start talking to other people about what it is that they're doing, what they like about the business or, you know, whatever part of business that they're in. And you know, once we start getting the ball rolling that way, you know, we take care of building a resume, doing a cover letter, working on interview skills, making sure your LinkedIn looks good, uh, being able to negotiate a salary or be able to negotiate terms so that you can get a, a bump in pay when, you know, it's time for that. Um, but the biggest thing and really when it's done with, you know, getting you a job is, you know, how do we start rebuilding that environment that you were a part of when you were playing sports? Because one of my biggest things is that you were able to defeat the law of diminishing returns. Uh, and I know it's an economic principle, but it applies to a lot of things. But when you're, when you're putting in a hunt, you know, your first hundred hours in a sport, think about how much better you were able to get in that amount of time. And after you put in, you know, 5,000 hours, you put in another hundred hours, you won't, that spike won't be the same, but, when you get to college or when you get to an environment like that, you're able to spike again, you're able to peak. And it's only because of the environment you're a part of the coaches that you have, like you have a coach for almost everything. You have a coach for what you eat, when you go to sleep, you know, when you wake up, study hall, all this types of stuff. Like, and then you have the teammates that are around you. You have people that are, you know, showing you the ropes the people that are teaching you people that might be better than you, but they're going to show you how to get, to where you want to be faster than they were. You have people that you compete with daily, the people that you're trying to edge out a spot for. You have people that you're also teaching and educating and bringing them up with you. And, you know, once you do have a job, it's, you know, if you want to be, if you want to have that spike, if you want to grow as fast as you possibly can, it's like, how do we start rebuilding that? And so that's really what I, I do after we find a job, we start, rebuilding that environment so that you just, you know, you don't skip a beat. There's not that lull that a lot of athletes see during that three to five year period, getting out of sports, trying to figure out what on earth they're going to be doing next. 
For sure. Man, I'm totally geeking out with this. It's super cool for me, man. I, I love what you're doing. Um, I, I always look at athletes, uh, especially at the professional level because there's money involved. I, I always look at them sort of like you see them you know, venture out into these these business ventures. I, I always look at it like that because they're kind of like entrepreneurs. They're they're entrepreneurs, but you're teaching them the the principles and these little principles to help them out um, as they transition into that world. The little things that they can take that are like huge weapons for them. I love it, Matt. So where can these athletes find you if they want to get this help? Like you told us what we can do. Now where do we find you? I, honestly, the easiest way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. Uh, shoot me a DM or anything like that. It's Matt underscore Mounier, M-O-U-N-I-E-R. Uh, it's that same thing for any type of social media platform. That's typically the easiest way to get a hold of me. For sure, for sure. Right on. So I'll make sure to add that here in the description. So if you guys are you know listening to this and you want to reach out to Matt uh, for some assistance or you know somebody that needs that assistance, make sure to check out the link down here. Follow him on his social platforms uh, so you can get to see what Matt's doing. Now, Matt, what we love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. That's why I brought you on the show. I want to know what we can expect from you in the next five years. Uh, absolutely. I, you know, the dream is to have platforms and schools uh, that, you know, are just implemented uh, to be able to run seminars at a large scale. You know, the <laughs> there's this dream that I have of, uh, I mean, you were a hooper, you know, about the AAU circuit where you, oh, yeah. you show up play, and, you know, there's just coaches everywhere all around you. And I remember being in Vegas at a, a fab 48 and just being around like so much talent and like, Roy Williams walks in the gym and I'm like, holy cow, like this is the coolest thing ever. Like how cool would it be on the court and have Roy Williams watching you play? Oh yeah. And for me, I'm like, okay, if that is like the pinnacle, how do we recreate that? And like my, like in five years, like the dream would be to have a, have a seminar where you have all of these athletes transitioning and you're teaching them skills. You're having them learn, you're having them practice live in person you know, interview tactics, they're building marketing schemes, they're doing all of these things that are now skills, and they're learning how to apply these things, and people are actually going to be watching them work. There's going to be, you know, the Amazon rep in there, there's going to be the LinkedIn rep, there's going to be all these recruiters that are watching you, and they're just going to be handing out jobs to these people, because everyone's just going to be all about the transitioning athlete, wanting them to work for them. So that is uh, the five-year goal. Sweet deal, man. I'm going to be rooting for you. I love rooting for people like yourself who follow your dreams, follow your passions, and you're helping serve others, especially other athletes, people in the sports world. That's what we need to be rooting for. So guys, make sure to give him a follow. Check him out. Check out his podcast. And Matt, once again, thank you so much for joining the Game Time Guru podcast. For sure, man. It's been a lot of fun. For sure, man. Thank you so much. And for all the listeners out there, you know the drill. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.